Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us either on any podcast app you're using or... YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. That is correct. That's the smoothest I've ever said that, I yeah, think. you're getting good at it. We're getting good, We're yeah. We're almost professional. We need a slash at t-shirt. Slash at, just that. Slash no, at. <laughs> no one would know what it means, except if you're a real one, you know, the slash at is... So is you, that just YouTubers have to do that? Unless you're, like, popping off, you don't have to have the at? So I, if you're, like, John and Way level, yeah. you, you can have your own, like, domain and right. without the at. At or whatever. So guys, you got to you, click if you're subscribe. A mean, if you're a mere little tadpole like us yeah. here at Poison Rana, you need the slash app. So you guys I'm need gonna to... I'm going to own the slash app now. We used to be app. negative, but like it's, it's, you know, when you hear like Ressa's new theme tune and you're right. like, it sucks. And then after a while you're like, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. You just search Poison Rana in YouTube. Yeah. It's a good way to do it too. But hey, click that subscribe button. So maybe one day we don't have to slash at. Exactly. But yes. hey, hit that subscribe, whatever you're using. All, all the likes, RTs, everything goes uh, a long, long way. Hello. Welcome. It's Sunday. It's the, the Frogs Day. We're here to talk about some uh, wrestling. A whole load of wrestling. Yeah. Lots and lots of wrestling. Uh, to get things out of the way, uh, Tuesday night, we are going to be back on the post wrestling feed. For a new up next, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be off on Tuesday. You're going to be hanging out with Sino. Yep, awesome. All over the place at the moment. Yeah, he just did his no surrender review with John on the post feed. Po- Obviously, Cino. shot in the dark on this feed every week. Yeah, Sino's been been killing it. Uh, D- uh, sorry, there was the what up though that came out a few mm. weeks ago as well with B Detroit. That was great as well. But yeah, all the podcasts out there. Shout out Sino, the workhorse. He jumping in uh, in the saddle on Tuesday night. Uh, and then next week, we got to let people know next week because it's Revolution. We're not going to go live. During the day on Sunday, because we wouldn't have much we to talk about. very quickly, yes. <laughs> so we're going to hang out on Sunday and watch the show. But perhaps Monday, you know, maybe uh, before Raw at some point, we'll probably go live on uh, on our YouTube and record a little podcast there. So uh, look for that Monday night uh, and the audio will be on this feed. Just uh, us chatting about the week that was again yeah. but a day later because we want to watch Revolution and we're thinking of having some friends over and stuff. So Yeah, we'll have a whole load more to talk about. So... I believe 6 p.m. Are we doing Monday sure, night? Monday, 6 yeah. 6 p.m. at Monday. Uh, we'll After be live Revolution. on YouTube and everything, talking mainly about Revolution, but also some other bits and pieces throughout the last week in wrestling. Yeah, so uh, poisonrana.ca, whatever social media thing you use, go follow us on it. Instagram, Twitter, even TikTok, sure. But uh, go follow for all the updates of all the stuff. Um, we have a lot of podcasts. And uh, we have some some announcements. A huge announcement. Huge announcement tonight That's on Poison Rana. That's shake the landscape of pro wrestling podcasts to the core. You're, look at you. You're such a showman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're having a new reality TV series, Braden and myself. <laughs> Isn't that with, what this is? With such characters like John Pollock and Wait. No, no, no. no. That would be great if we had a- Would it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would like that too much. No, we do have a big announcement. We've been teasing it for a while. We've been waiting to you know, sign the contract, have it all confirmed. And it is going ahead. WrestleMania weekend, April 1st and April 2nd, we will be hosting two live WrestleMania watch parties at Gabby's 309 King Street West in downtown Toronto. This is like right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. Super easy to get to um, if you're in like the GTA 
Um, this is going to be a whole lot of fun. We've done a few of these. It's been a while since we've done one of these watch parties. I feel it's a, a pretty big WrestleMania this year. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot more interest going into this year's WrestleMania to, than previous years. Uh, we'll be creating some uh, wrestling-themed cocktails, which always go down really well, seem very popular. Uh, we'll be having some uh, some games, some like trivia and raffles and things as well, with chances to win some great wrestling merchandise. Um, but the main thing, you get to hang out with all your wrestling friends and watch this show. Uh, tickets are now available. If you head to poisonrana.ca and click the link right at the top, it will take us to, to you to our Eventbrite page um, where we have uh, a limited amount of combo tickets. So if you are planning on on coming to both days, uh, get in early and get a combo ticket because it will save you a little bit of money. Uh, otherwise, you can pick up a ticket for the individual nights at 10 bucks a pop. Yeah, so uh, come hang out with us. If you're in the Toronto area, that'll be the time we we hang out. And dude, these things have been so much fun. We're going to have replica titles, stuff to give away. Mm-hmm. We've had some crazy fun times. Uh, can't can't wait. So if yeah, if you're even in Ontario, make the trip. Come on down. Hell, if you're out of the province, if you're out of Travel. the country, come anyway. Come visit like, us. You like Toronto's way easier to get around than LA. So don't yeah. bother going to LA for mania. Come to the six, hang out and and watch some wrestling in exactly. a bar. Exactly. Uh it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh I I I don't know how to say it, but we live the gimmick. So if you come party with the Poison Rana peeps, it's definitely gonna be a fun time. So we are super excited about that. But hey, if you're also in the Toronto area, I also got to let you know that we're going to be doing some some other fun things. Not only uh, in the next month or so, but in the next few months, we're 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 going on tour, if mm. you will. Uh, we're going to be making a little trip to the awesome toy show on March 26th, just outside Toronto. It's not just a regular toy show. It's an awesome, it's awesome toy show. Awesometoyshow.ca. Yeah, uh, we were we were chatting with. Uh, some peeps from what Sunday night's main event who mm-hmm. were telling us that they they got this like table and boot there and they asked us if we would want to come hang out and do a, a, a you know come hang out with a bunch of wrestlers there's going to be wrestlers there's going to be uh what Van Van Vliet's going to be there yeah. to to do like an open questions and answers and stuff Chris like that. Chris Van Vliet, not Freddie. Not Freddie Van Vliet. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're with the whole Raptors team just hanging out. Uh yeah, but uh we're going to be at this event so if you are again Toronto area Go check out the awesome toy show because we're going to be hanging out. And Davey came up with this crazy idea that looks like it's just going to happen. I don't want to say it's, it's, it's a wrap just yet, but it's looking like it is. We're thinking of having a 2K23 tournament. Yeah. The brand new game is coming, coming out, out just days before this yeah. event. And yeah, we're going to be holding a, a big uh, tournament. Uh, to crown a winner, uh, there will be prizes. But I think the the crown jewel of this whole thing, if you are a wrestling fan and a reason to go, um, the team behind the the awesome toy show are giving away tickets to WrestleMania this year. Yeah, including travel and everything. Everything. So a real incentive to go. And obviously, if you miss out on and you don't win that prize, you can just come and hang out with us at Gabby's. This is true. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so lots of fun stuff. Follow all our, all our socials, but awesometoyshow.ca. Uh, if you're a fan of all that 
toy stuff, there's going to be everything. I know I'm going to be on the hunt for some some turtles and possibly some Transformers. More stuff for the set. More wrestling stuff for sure. We just yeah. acquired a, a Razor Ramon. Yeah, a friend gave us a Razor. Well, I, I, can get into, I can get into toys and I can definitely get into wrestling toys and memorabilia. So. It's falling over now. <laughs> it will be the place to be uh, Sunday, March 26th. So, yeah, look for, looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, we do have a whole lot of uh, wrestling news to talk about. It, it's one of those things, it, it comes to Sunday and they're like, well, what should we talk about this week? And, oh, did much happen? And then before you know it, uh, oh yeah, quite a lot happened. Um, before we get into it, uh, we do have a uh, a message from Jake in the chat who's asking us to weigh in on the Ariel Hawani tony Khan oh, yes. uh, feud, uh, which, I mean, the news cycle moves so quickly that it feels kind of dated right now, but yeah. I, we haven't really touched on it yet so uh yeah what what did you make of this whole uh ariel tk thing uh i love ariel i love tony khan yeah i like both of these guys so i i hate to see them kind of bickering and and going at it but i mean it's funny isn't it like it's, it's entertaining yeah of sure. course right uh as much as i think you know um again love both these guys i i anytime ariel has a wrestler on i'm always listening to it uh love when he podcasts uh with pollock as well mm. but uh i felt like him showing up and then I think there's a piece missing of this that maybe people are overlooking. And I don't know. Maybe I'm on my own island here. Mm. But the fact that anyone can chirp at Tony Khan for not wanting to answer questions about CM Punk and Brawl Out and stuff yeah. like that, that I don't care about that. Because I'd rather have Ariel be asked questions to people in WWE about Vince McMahon yeah. and how that's just all of a sudden can be swept under the rug. So when you do want to talk about like – quote-unquote wrestling journalism. He says he's not a wrestling journalist. He's an MMA journalist. I think that's his way of getting around it. But that. then he has reported on wrestling yeah. stories. He, so, he kind of uh, yeah. debunked the Saudi sale and and that kind of thing. So, so I, again, love... I, I'm definitely, like, I, I'm torn because I definitely love both these guys. But then Tony Khan was the one to throw the... The tweets and then the randomly throwing Shivani under the bus for no reason whatsoever. I think that was more like Tony Shivani plays a character of a journalist yeah. on a TV show. And I think that's, he wasn't saying like Tony uh, Shivani shit. He's yeah. just saying, you've got as much credibility as my like fake reporter on my show. Yeah. I, and I, and I, I totally see like that again. But yeah, Ariel cooked I, him. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing. I, I can. I totally understand the kind of uh, the issues people have with Helwani and being a reporter, like him saying he's not a reporter, but clearly having reported wrestling stuff and then kind of being in bed with. Yeah, we've we've seen similar uh, kind of criticisms thrown like to at Ryan Satin's way and stuff like that in the past. Absolutely. And I completely get it. But I think we've said this so many times about Tony Khan. Just like let things go you yeah. don't need to wear everything out and it makes him look worse because of it exactly it's uh especially like it's not i know ariel has been critical about aew but it's not like he's at Cornette's level of just burying the show every single week right. and doing it in the in the style of a report like i feel it's just something tk should let go and be the bigger man about. yeah he he definitely he definitely needs to not you know Trigger fingers turn to Twitter and we've fingers. We've seen this so many times with him, and yeah. it's it's a bad look, I think, and it it gains him the reputation of you know being called the kid by people like Hawani and Nick Khan because it's we can't take this guy seriously because he's a bit 
emotional and puts it out there and stuff. Um, well, him calling him the snowman. Obviously, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. like that's uh, – so if you watch the Elvis movie, mm. there's a bit about the snowman and the showman. Right. Something like that. That's definitely what – I love how that became a, a, the line he threw at him. But, but from the outside looking in, it's very entertaining. Yeah. So I'm not going to really pass much judgment on these people because I'm, I'm entertained. The little uh, – I mean, I was at Elimination Chamber, but I'm checking Michael Twitter Cole. while I'm there and hearing stuff like Michael Cole's been saying and things. It, it is funny. It yeah. is entertaining. And then how does TK rebuttal? He has a huge announcement. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. The, the biggest announcement in AEW history this week. Yeah, I, I, I'm, on, I'm, I'm still both big fans of both these guys, but I do think, like, as for much grief and how much it's a bit of, oh, well, he doesn't want to answer questions. Yeah, well, why aren't we asking actual questions to Triple H and to Vince and to Nick? And, you know, I, like, I mean, I think that's a whole criticism of wrestling journalism yeah. right now is you aren't, you've got, uh, like that, that post elimination chamber thing, you've got Brandon Thurston actually asking yeah. a real question, you know, like asking about, uh, Triple H's opinions on all the, on the possible him. sale yeah. and stuff like that. Whereas so many people, and we see this in the AEW ones, so like, how did it feel? How did it feel when you won the title? How did it feel when you lost tonight? Like, we don't care about that. Yeah. You know, like it's your, it's your job to ask the question. If they choose to not answer, so be it. And maybe it's fear like these people won't be invited again. But like, well, you're a journalist. If you want to get that extra step up, you've got to ask those questions, you know? Who is that uh, jabroni holding the WWE mic? Uh, that fraud journalist, uh, John Pollock. Oh, Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was great. Yeah. Uh, I was about to turn my TV off until I saw his, his ears. And I was like, I can't turn it off now. <laughs> so we've just got the, um, cause we're hosting this WrestleMania yeah. party. And I've been talking to my boss about yeah. getting the network. And the thing is, you get these different kind of rights when you're a bar. So yeah. like you pay X amount for sports net over here. If you're a bar, you've got to pay a lot more than that. So been looking into how to get the network. Network doesn't have that. You just right. pay the outright fee, which is fantastic. So she said, oh, it's live. It's it's good to go now. So I was like, oh, cool. So I put on the Elimination Chamber replay at work, and then it goes into this. And then I'm at work, I'm like, that's weird. That's John on the TV yeah. at my work right now. Yeah, it is weird. The, the, the bar on Queen Street used to air Fight Network, and they put it on the projector. And then it would play his shows. And it would just be his head on the giant projector in this bar. And I'd always send him uh, texts of his, his face to him, <laughs> which was good times. Uh, yeah. So let's get into some, some stuff and talk about some wrestling and fun stuff. Last little bit of thing is WWE is doing a road to WrestleMania tour. Obviously, they're coming mm. to all the cities, all the towns for like the live events. And they're coming to Toronto on Saturday. And I think I'm going to be showing up because they're promoting Roman Reigns. Which is pretty big. Like, he wasn't yeah. at the last live show. No. It was only a couple of months, the last one. It's yeah. pretty quick coming back here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not able to go to that one, but I had a lot of fun at the last, the last one, one. So I think that should be, uh, that'd be good. And should if you're I... in the area, shout out Braden. Yeah, hit me up for sure. Uh, we'll be getting some drinks before and after and all that. But, uh, should I, should I buy the 24 seven title? <laughs> Remember that yeah. show? We everyone went to this house to... show and everyone was wearing the WWE 24 seven title. Of all the titles. And ever. we were like, something's got to be going on. Are they giving them out or something? Like that's weird. And then it turns out that all the titles they had, the replica titles that they were selling were like five bills, except the 24 seven was, was like 180, 200 bucks. And everyone was like, well, I can afford that one. 
It's like the shittiest title possibly of all time. It's and like I'd rather save and <laughs> rather put that two hundred dollars to I don't know. But yeah, it was weird. Cause we just, why are so many people yeah, holding so this many people ugly that title. green round? So title. funny. I almost bought it. Like peer pressure almost worked on me. I was like, well, should I? I they've should, got one. Yeah, I have to have. <laughs> why one. shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Let's go into uh, this week's news items, and we're going to kick things off with uh, with WWE right now because they do seem like. Uh, on a bit of a hot streak. Road to WrestleMania. And uh, I think the the big question was after that like incredible reaction to Sammy in Montreal and the whole discussion of um of was it the right call having Sammy lose to Roman right. when when it's like like you know, will lightning strike twice, like maybe capitalize on this moment. So the question was how are they gonna follow up on this? And they had uh a pretty good segment on smackdown this week between sammy and jimmy uso uh where jay was kind of still looking in the crowd not getting involved not quite sure where his allegiances lie um but i thought uh, a really strong segment between the two i thought this was the most we've actually seen from jimmy on the kind of acting side we've seen jay carry a lot of that weight um and i think sammy's kind of like logic with hey, you were the first one to embrace me in this group. Like, we were boys. We had the handshake and everything. And you were the one to strike me first without hesitation. I thought it was a really nice, like, wrinkle to it. And I assume we're going to this tag match. But I'm finding it way more interesting at the moment. And I kind of hope Jay doesn't turn. I hope we get to the match and it's, where does where does he lie? Because I think to those... Oh, okay. I think to those great, like, you know, Hangman Omega versus the Bucks, the whole, like, one of the best things about that was the fact that Hangman didn't like them, but Kenny did. And it made it so much more interesting story-wise. And I think at this point, to just turn Jay full heel, I, I kind of feel you're throwing away a couple of years' worth of stories with his character. Okay, so you're thinking that they'll still go to that match. Yeah. That possibly the end of the match can then continue that story and go towards like a huge what sammy J match another a rematch of the tag match like i'm joking that mania should be a ladder war but yeah. the, it's not as heated to make it a ladder war at mania you know what i mean so a, a, just a just a tag match would be I, good i think you could have have the tag you have uh jay like jay doesn't have an issue with his brother he's got an issue with roman and the bloodline right and the way things work but he's his twin he's always gonna love of him and support him and be by him brothers so i think you go into that still not sure where jay stands have the match you can have jimmy being full heel jay a bit more neutral and then i think you have sammy and kevin lose and you could have like the nod or the fist bump or something from jay and then that can continue into raw when perhaps roman's Titleless, the Usos are titleless. The bloodlines crumbling down. Bro, what do you mean? Roman's not losing. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think it's. I like how, in contrast to the Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt stuff, which is going at an incredibly slow pace. Uh. This storytelling's slow, but it's compelling. Like, and they they feed you a little bit each week to get you kind of still interested in where it's going next. And I think in the past they would have hopped a lot of these steps. You would have had just the the J turn on Sammy, no problem, and he's a full-blown heel. Uh, I, I'm giving them credit here because I think they're telling the story w- really well and keeping Sammy still interesting after his loss in 
the biggest match of his life. See, like I, I see where you're, what you're saying with that, but I still think it would get me a bit more heated into, I mean, maybe there's still, there's still weeks, mm. right? Like five, five weeks, weeks yeah. right? There's still a lot of time and a lot of TV that you can do it. So I, I still think we're getting a turn before okay. the mania, but what you're saying, like if done properly, like, yeah, it could work. But I think to get me like, not just myself, but like people like you, once you do that turn, that's like, Oh no, like, no, what Kevin and Sammy definitely have to team up together mm. to face these guys. And I think like at this moment, it's like, why would Kevin even really bother? Like, and I think they're doing that well as well with Owens. Him like, being like, no, hey, no, I came out after yeah, the match be with because they team. beat me up. I yeah. wasn't coming to help you. Yeah. They're still doing that. And like, I think you're going to get the, I think the big moment is Kevin actually saving him from them. And that's what makes yeah. you go, okay, that's why they, these four guys need to fight. So it's like, okay. I do, I do love the kind of Sammy coming through the crowd in his hoodie and yeah, stuff. It's, love that gimmick. It's like when you're watching these, he's Moxley, these mafia. <laughs> well, it's like when you're watching these like mafia movies and someone is out of the family, but maybe still in with one of them, like right. coming into the nightclub through Just the departed. back door and like talking. It, it really gets that feeling. Yeah. I think it's working really well. Yeah, uh, Sammy's shining, right? Like, yeah. I, I, obviously him not winning at the, the chamber is, is such a crazy moment, but like Cody Roman is still the big match. I still think Roman's going to lose to Cody. It just would make too much sense for them to just do, to do the right thing with Cody. And also like in the back of someone's head, you know, some, like there's people saying Vince is still running things. I don't think that's mm. the case, but no matter where you look at it, Cody came from AEW and do we want, the AEW guy beating our guy. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's great to have that seed of doubt yeah. going into the match, thinking, like, it's the hottest main event in WrestleMania oh, for years, years. Years and years and years, I would say. Absolutely. Um, and having that going, I think Cody will win. I think Cody winning makes most sense. But it really wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, shock with a Roman win and put it off to SummerSlam or something. Which Let's is go. going to be another stadium show, you know? Like, yeah, we're thinking of going. Yeah. So uh, I think they're doing a great job uh, still with this whole Bloodline thing. Absolutely. Um, well, let's go to some other WWE news this week. Uh, we had the face-to-face between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Or was it Charlotte Flair and Dominic Mysterio? Uh, yes. Like, um, Dominic all over the place this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard criticism about the way they've done this with having Charlotte as the the baby face and Rhea is the heel, which I get, but I kind of just feel at this point, the crowd are just going to pick who they want. And so what makes Rhea Ripley kind of really cool and hot at the moment is this judgment day thing. Is this, uh, being like, you know, mommy to Dominic. Yeah. So I think she's going to get cheered over Charlotte. Uh, oh yeah. Kind of thing. And I, I do love like Dom. It, it, it's amazing watching how over the years, like think, in the past, this would have been, what, like, Triple H and The Rock, and they're meant to have a face-to-face, and Stephanie comes out. And, like, I love how it's reversed now with, you know, Dom essentially being, like, the valet, the manager yeah. of Rhea Ripley. I like it. And it works completely. Uh, I think it's it's a great job of how we, we see these women stars now, which, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll go to AEW women's division in a bit, but, again, I uh, I'm into this... Yeah, match, I, I think. think I think maybe this is the rare instance where they're like, okay, we know she's they're the cool heels now. It's it's yeah. worked so good. Like Dominic was as a baby face in the Rey Mysterio whole thing was so bad that they had to turn him heel because he was getting booties. Yeah, he wasn't good. And now that he's bad, now people like it. It's like that's what we're he's so funny. Yeah, he's yeah. hilarious, right? So like him and Rhea are so funny. So like, why try to 
make them the good guys when like this is working right now, I guess is their tactic. Mm. Rhea is totally getting cheered and Charlotte's going to get booed at WrestleMania. Just like she's pretty much booed most of the time when she comes out. But still, the story, the match, I know the match will deliver because Rhea is now evolved so much. But they had a really good match in front of no one a few yeah, years ago. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be and a good match. They've had a few matches in triple threats and something like so, that. Yeah. And they've always interacted good. But I think Rhea has now like, uh, will eclipse Charlotte as like the main person here. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because I did want to see Bianca Ripley as well, but uh, I think Rhea beats Charlotte and gets her, her win back. I think this, this act is so popular. I have a new coworker who started working with me this week, or, or I worked with this week and she, I told her that, you know, I do wrestling and stuff like that. She's a lot younger. And I said, I do podcasts about wrestling. And do you know much, anything about that? She's like, I know nothing. The only wrestler I, I know is the rock and someone I found out about named uh, Rhea Ripley. I'm like, yeah, how do you know about Rhea Ripley? And she goes, I found her on Instagram and I thought she was hot. Yeah. And I was like, that, there you go. I guess Rhea Ripley's a star. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I want to see her become the champ. That's the SmackDown title? SmackDown, yeah. So yeah, uh, loving the Dom and, and Rhea stuff. Um, and-, and I think we've seen with this whole Bloodline story, you can have a heel faction with baby faces within it i think we're gonna see maybe her a bit more separated from priest and finn but you can't separate her and dom and obviously dom's gonna go into this mysterio match if it's happening as the heel but i think Rhea can totally be like just play this character the crowd are gonna cheer her yeah and i don't really think it matters i still have my original eddie guerrero i'm your poppy shirt i think i need to complete the set now with this shirt i don't i think it's so funny this if i were to wear because when you got me that scissoring oh scissor me daddy shirt anytime i've worn that out to karaoke it's a hit people are always like whenever we both wear it and i feel like if i went into a karaoke bar wearing i'm your mommy instantly a conversation started (laughs) (laughs) so great best shirt of the year yeah um we also there Dave Meltzer tweeted out something like kind of said that he believes there are plants in NXT uh, to get Bron Breaker booed. Um, I then read a lot of tweets from people who attend NXT. Uh, the CWC regularly yeah. who are like, nah, nah, it's just like a group of three lads who <laughs> yeah. don't like Bron Breaker. It seems that way when we Absol- watch it. Yeah. It, it's such a, I always find it's a detriment to the segment because it's, it's always someone's trying to cut a promo and it's just these three loud voices. Yeah. Think of the last week, Tyler Bate was trying to talk and they yeah. interrupted him so bad that he fumbled. He couldn't, this, yeah. This isn't a whole crowd chanting, fuck you, Dominic, while he's trying to talk. You know, <laughs> this is three people. So I, I don't really take much yeah. of that. Uh, but they are, they do seem to be acknowledging it. At least they did in this gender story. Right. Um, but yeah, just thought that was as we were your NXT friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's weird. I mean, look, they could, they had plants during the, the whole like pandemic era, right? That was all their, yep. their PC talent. So like they probably do have people in the crowd. They have the chase you people, but to have people like boo that loudly and chant those things, I don't, I don't see that being the, no, the thing. But yeah, unless it was literally like, Hey, gender's going to call on these guys for booing it doesn't no one it sounds it sounds more like heckling than like actual like you know boo boo chanting or whatever and there is a difference uh any uh, anything else from wwe this week you uh yeah actually going back to briefly to dominic uh you would imagine that he has a match at wrestlemania as well and i don't think they're going to go forward with the dominic singles match against Rey Mysterio. Mm. He, he did come out on SmackDown, right? With the involved again, leading me to believe they are going to be involved in a match. But, uh, 
I've been following Santos Escobar on Twitter, and he seems to be getting involved with this, right? So, yeah, on TV as yeah, well. Like exactly. We, we talked last two weeks ago about yeah. the respect angle. Uh, so, what do you see a, a tag like Ray and Santos against Dom and Priest, or yeah. do you see just like Santos fighting for Ray against Dom? Like, is Ray hurt? No, Ray's no. Not hurt. But I like. Just why wouldn't you go with this singles match? Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I guess they're they're not the faith in it, or they want to get Santos involved in the storyline. Santos and Rey Mysterio teaming up is yeah, I'm into that. It's so cool. yeah. that sounds great. And you know what, Priest needs a match too, so why not have a tag? Match? I'm I'm kind of for it. I actually think it'll be really good. But you're right. Well, why wouldn't you just go for that like heated? And it, maybe s- not Mania. I'd say the same with this. Uh, whatever's going on with the women's tag division, you've got Becky and Lita teaming up on Monday to take on Damage Control. I I see Becky and uh, Becky and Lita winning that and facing Ronda and Shayna at Mania. Oh, but then Where's why don't you, why don't you just do Becky versus Ronda? Like it's oh it's, yeah, it, it's very odd. Uh, that whole thing. I hope right EO now. and Dakota don't lose the titles. But yeah, like the too. title division, the, they don't have. There's no teams other than these makeshift. Hey, let's put Lita and Becky together because they fought. So, so I can't like I imagine Lita's got a spot at Mania if you're I doing. Guess. A match on Monday. Really weird. Is uh, Trish coming in too? Remember there was something about her. Do a, a, Trish, Lita and Becky against Damage Control? Yeah. Okay. You could do that. Where's Ronda? Don't and care. I, no, me, me <laughs> neither. But you would assume a Ronda Rousey is factoring yeah. into Mania. And it seems like she's in this tag thing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, one other thing. We kind of got a, a hint this week that maybe we're uh, getting Drew versus Gunther uh, at Mania. A lot of people are suspecting maybe this becomes like a multi-man and you could have mm. Sheamus in there as well, perhaps, or, and a, maybe a Braun or whatever. Um, but if we go in with the, the singles match, uh, Drew versus uh, Gunther, what do, you, what do you make of that? Look, I don't want to see any of those multi... I don't want to see a triple threat. Yeah. I don't want to see... I want to see Brock versus... I don't really care about Brock lately either, to mm. be honest, but I would rather see Brock versus Gunther or Brock versus... Drew just to do I don't think that's the route I just don't care too much about Brock Lashley or Bray Wyatt right now so so I mean that it seems like they're going Brock and Omos and Lashley Wyatt which (laughs) both sound fucking I don't want to see any yeah I don't want to see any of that so both sound awful if you're going to the shows or like watching the shows at least you know when you're you pick your breaks your smoke breaks because that'll definitely be that I mean an an F5 to Omos will look cool I guess but like it's yeah very Omos doesn't deserve a WrestleMania spot. No, I, I agree. So um, Drew versus Gunther, like I think there's better matches there, but I also I also think it could be really good. I think really it good. could be like the Sheamus match where you know Drew, Drew Drew isn't afraid of being hit and hitting someone hard, and I think Gunther's the perfect guy. So then, where Sheamus fit in there? Sheamus Brock would be would Sheamus cool. Brock would be a rematch from that house show, isn't it? Years, Years ago? ago. Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't care about Bray. I don't care about Omos, Lashley. I, I definitely want to see like Gunther Brock is a match, but at, at this point, is it going to be good? Cause it's Brock, right? He's going to do the barricade spot. And I, I think, <laughs> I think do that's where, where the Gunther match is most interesting. Cause I would hope, I would hope it's Brock working a Gunther match and not Gunther working a Brock match. Exactly. Yeah. And they've done a lot to kind of protect Gunther at this point where yeah. I would think maybe that's the way they're going. You keep it for when Gunther's world champ. Yeah. Okay. Like in a year or two. Cool. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Gunther will be a world champ in like a year. But it, it does seem a bit weird. Some of these like undercard 
directions they seem to be going right now. Yeah. And I can't say I'm thrilled about a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, maybe like Brock is that still that special attraction that they bring in and think that people are so excited to see, but I feel like I just lost the luster like a long, long time ago. Um, uh, in, in Montreal last week, uh, met up with a, a listener of ours and uh, it was his first time at like a WWE pay-per-view. It was his first time seeing Brock Lesnar live. And like, yeah, I'm, I've seen him a bunch. I'm kind yeah. of over it, but he was like, it is, it he's is pretty cool. cool. Like huge. you see how big this guy is watching him just destroy shit and things like live for the first time. It is, it is still cool. He does still have that lust of some people. It's definitely worn off on me. Uh, last thing of WWE, I swear, look at us talking about WWE. We, we mentioned that we may be doing a 2K tournament mm. in a few weeks at this awesome toy show. And, uh, I mean, the last time we held a video game tournament, it was Mario Kart on the Switch, and I talked a lot of shit, and it was knocked out in the first, first round. round. But you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be Roman Reigns. I'm declaring myself in the tournament as Roman Reigns, and I'll tell you why. Because they're giving him a 99 rating <laughs> in 2K23. I mean, fair. He's not fucking lost for three years. <laughs> yeah. Because like, um, Brock is 97. Okay. But, but yeah. I mean, is this going to be... Could this be like a... Because we're going to have to make this fair. Because I think it's an already set up tournament. No, I'm going to so. win my own tournament. So people like... <laughs> Uh, is it like the odd job rule in GoldenEye where you just like, no, go- you're not allowed to no. play as odd job? Yeah, it's gonna. Ha- it might be that way. Yeah, I opened up here the two K. 2K- so two K twenty three is coming out like in a few weeks, March seventeenth, right? And they they put out the ratings for the characters, and the wrestlers are all putting out like their thoughts on it and stuff like that. Carmella was really upset at what? her rating. Oh, Carmella. Carmella, I can't even find her on this rating page. I Carmelo see. Hayes, an 82, pretty good for Carmelo Hayes is in the game. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool, yeah. So the talk of the town is, yeah, Roman Reigns getting a 99, which is crazy. Like, that's what you give your creator wrestlers mm. <laughs> when I was a kid. Okay, I'm just going to give him 99 and everything yeah. to round him up. However, B- Becky Lynch is a 96 and Bianca mm. Belair a 95. Those are some of the highest women's ratings of a character in the video game for like, sure. Kayfabe wise, yeah, uh, Bianca has to be above Becky, no? Because like, she's Bianca's the champ now. gone she undefeated for a year. Becky had that whole um, Becky had that whole kind of losing streak and yeah. stuff. She's been titleless for a long time. Um, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I like Becky Lynch, and I think it's awesome that one of the women has a, a score that high. But I don't know. I, I'd have some gripes if I was Bianca Belair. Yeah, she beat her. Uh, Ezekiel is in the game, also Elias's, but Ezekiel's at 83 and Elias is 78. You thought Ezekiel Jackson, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gargano's an 84, which means he's lower than Cross at an 86. Damn. Mm. That's wild. Uh, there's some cool characters in this game, though, that, that have never really been in a game before. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to play this one. Uh, Dominic comes in at a 78. Oh, is it going to be old Dom, though? It's not going to be like new Gringo. So it, it's Gringo weird with the Dom. games, isn't it? Because, on the on the game we have two K twenty two, you've got uh, like Brock with the uh, like cowboy Brock is in yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. But then there are characters who like had different gear way before Cowboy Brock came about. Yeah. Who like aren't in the game. So they could, if Dominic's hot enough, they could definitely have him in his Judgment Day gear and stuff. Because it wouldn't be much, would it? Like his look is kind of the same. And yeah. it's just adding the same entrance as the rest of the Judgment Day have. Cody Rhodes at 91. 91? Yeah. Okay. China is in the game at an 88. Okay, that's pretty 
Oh, pretty China's badass. Back so China versus Rhea Ripley is a match we're going to definitely That's have to play. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about this game. I like game. that they've got a lot of NXT in it as well. Like we mentioned Kamalo Hayes. I saw... Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker, Caden Carter, Katana Chance, who have been in the company a long time now and this is the first time in the game. JC Jane's in the game. Uh, Are you JC excited? Jane's in the game? Uh, wow, Liv Morgan. No one's been in as many Elimination Chamber matches as Liv Morgan. <laughs> She's in the game. But yeah, I'm excited Rick for that. I'm excited for that game. It's coming out. When's, when's that AEW game coming out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> it's yeah. It it just keeps on. I thought it was meant to come out just, like I December last year. Really want to play that home run challenge in well, the AW game. People keep people keep joining the roster and leaving the roster and stuff. They're like, fuck. We just put Andrade in it. Now he's not here anymore. Miro's not even on TV. Why What's is he going in the on game? with Punk? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's our gamers corner of the mm. evening. There you go. But, yeah, come to the awesome toy show and. And play with play us, with us. Yeah, yeah for sure uh, well let's move on to some AEW talk uh, we had another episode of Dynamite this week we didn't because uh, I was in Montreal last week we just did a uh, chamber review last week but I feel after weeks and weeks of kind of really hot TV Phil AEW's got kind of flat in the last two yeah it, it, you know what you're you're not wrong I feel like the last two weeks was something was off and especially going into a pay-per-view I feel like they're doing it kind of all wrong. Okay, maybe not all wrong. I think the main event, the Iron Man match, has the most heat for it now. Looking at some of the the matches now announced is like, okay, cool. But how we got there definitely isn't like the right way. Mm. I think they, I think putting a lot of characters on TV the last two weeks that won't be on this pay per view that you're asking me to buy, I, I'm gonna buy it. But you know, you're you're promoting it the wrong way. I mm. think. I think so. We saw this last year. Daniel Garcia was like the MVP of Wednesday nights for so long. Was he featured on pay-per-views? Like once in that stadium stampede, right? But like after that, like he was just dropped off. Yeah. I feel like that's a Takeshita, right? Is this guy even going to have a match? Maybe on the dark hour. Uh, Takeshita's in the ladder match. But that's on Wednesday that's night. That's on Wednesday. But I I could see him be, being a real contender. He could win that, actually, that. yeah. Also, I don't think with having an Iron Man match in the main event... I don't think you've got as loaded a card as you usually do. Fair enough. Which could be a good thing. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like this week's show really on paper, looking at it, nothing really uh, drew me to watch this. Um, I thought we'll start off with uh, Wheeler Utah versus Orange Cassidy for the All Atlantic, which I thought was a great match. Yeah, it was good. Can't say it was one I was particularly excited about when they like threw up the graphic, but I thought it was a really good match and some really good storytelling with their their like history of the best friends and Utah leaning heel and Claudio coming out and kind of being like, stop pissing around, stop doing best friend shit. Like you're BCC, like kill this guy. Um, so definitely planting the seeds of a more heelish Blackpool combat club. Uh, this one did like kind of exceed my expectations actually. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. It was probably one of the highlights of that, that dynamite this week uh to start the show with that like i feel like it's it's weird orange cassidy with there's so many titles i mean this guy's coming out to face a guy for a title he's holding an roh title then you have claudio who's trying to tell him hey don't dick around you better win this title but here i'll hold your title while i hold my other title and you're fighting that guy for another title i don't care about these titles at all let's get rid of that like I know it's Ring of Honor. Well, the Ring of Honor show it's muddy. Yeah, next week it's real it? muddy it's right soon. now. So I, it just looks stupid. 
to 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 me. It's so silly. Like, mm. so why do you even want to fight that guy for a title? Why don't you worry about your own? Yeah. Why don't you need to defend that to, against someone who's not a champion? Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, so the match itself was good, but again, how does that help promote like what is is going forward in the next few weeks? Because you promote to the main event of Evil Uno and John Mosley, and like that's not a big match to get a lot of people you know hyped into it, but. We we know Uno. We're Canadian. He's mm. he's been an indie like guy over here. He can he can go. Actually, we're actually pretty big fans of him. And you know what? He's he's impressed. Him getting bloodied and beat up was like good for the storyline. But everything else in between of dynamite, it's just like how is this promoting the good stories? I would say like maybe the like you could say the the Utah Casty match achieved having a match of the night. Having well that, but also having. BCC established as the heels going up against Hangman. You had the brawl at the end, like Dark Order are clear baby faces. Right. Hangman's a clear baby face. You had Claudio all night being a bit of a dick. Yeah. Uh, Uda in this match being a dick. And then Mox in the main event just bloodying up Uno, like, like unnecessarily. I think maybe that's what they, it kind of planted the seeds at the beginning of the show where BCC are kind of more of your heels going into this. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like Evil Uno, like power to him, like he's very talented, but come on. Main event against Mox on a dynamite when we've seen these some weeks we've had four main events on the show. Yeah. You know, like it, it's felt that way. Um It didn't feel like a big show this week. Uh I did uh, like again, I felt like there was a lot of stuff in between that really didn't ha- like the Battle Royals two weeks in a row, I think that's kind of an, a weird choice as well. Uh, I love that, that what, Jeff Jarrett's going to be on pay-per-view again. That, I actually am into the Jeff Jarrett run. Put the strap on it, him if it's I, not honestly FTR. Honestly, made the most sense. When yeah. I saw the field, I went, oh, Jarrett and Lethal are winning this. And you're like, really? Actually, no, probably, because <laughs> they've been focused more than yeah. any of these teams. Um, do you see, who do you see as the Joker next week? FTR. FTR. And then they win it. I would assume so. Yeah. Um, a lot of kind of uh, comments, though, recently with FTR. Is it just playing with the internet i think so to um, to post a video to post a photo with drinking tequila with a wwe contract in a photo i'm like okay now we're using twitter for a lot yeah. of kayfabe stuff but bless them but i i do see them coming in if not jeff jared is a future AEW tag team champion yes. by next week uh yeah i will say maybe the uh the highlight for me this week on dynamite was the mjf brian danielson promo segment leading into a big pull apart that was brawl. great that was um, good. Kind of came out of nowhere, like MJF being like, a fiance dumped me, and therefore I want to beat you. <laughs> yeah, it was. it's really weird. I guess he's tying in. I don't know if it's it's people are saying, you know, he actually is now no longer with this person, and, and I guess he's using that in the storyline. It's it's weird. I, I, I know, I think MJF has cooled off on a lot of people this this past few weeks. Maybe the run isn't going like the way, but a, t- Tony Khan doesn't know how to book champions. We know that. Like easily since since the belt collector, like the reigns have not been significantly like WWE. You're, you're you know who the champion is because like they're probably not on the show, but mm. they're 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 they knock you over the head with it. So I think that that this week him coming out, I think you could have just started the show with this somehow, some way because I think that would have made it I a think lot it more. Been a hotter start, yeah, because yeah. it ends with him getting knocked out by Danielson, mm. right? So now you're like, ooh, if that could happen in the match and the Iron Man match and, and all this stuff. I think the match, you already have me on that match. It's going to be so good. I'm definitely excited. But uh, I'm still a huge fan of MJF and especially some of the stuff he says. He 
he definitely is the heel, but then will say things like, uh, you know, I'm going to down a bottle of pills and stuff like this. So I'm like, oh, Jesus, this guy's yeah. like over, over the edge. But it kind of reminds me, you were saying like sometimes wrestling can take things from different movies and stuff. It reminds me of bad guys in like these movies or like, you know, The Sopranos. There's bad guys talking about how he's going to kill someone. Ah, I don't even care. I'm just going to go off myself or something. It's like, geez, whoa, calm down, you psycho. But it's it, like, that's it, what he's playing. He's manipulating you yeah, as well. Yeah. Like he's making you feel like oh, uneasy what? around yeah. this guy and stuff. Like I, I thought this this was the best segment they've done to build this feud. And I am really looking forward to the match. Uh, MJF impresses me regularly. And Brian Danielson in an Ironman match, kind of, I, I have no worries that he'll be great. Yeah. My my one thing is there's no, like, doubt in my mind that, uh, like, I mean, MJF's winning this thing. Right. And I, I feel maybe if you did this feud, which maybe you can't do because you had the whole William Regal write-off, which is the capital. I think that was a problem to this storyline. It's too bad because if he was here, I think the storyline would have been a lot different. Well, I think if you did, I think it's having Brian as MJF's first challenger. You go, well, Brian's not winning this. You do this six months into MJF's reign and you have this Iron Man match. I'd be going, they could... Like, MJF's had his time. They could absolutely put the title on Brian. Yeah. I don't see them switching it at all. So I do think it's maybe... I, I feel like my I'd be biting on these near falls and stuff way more near falls. It's an Iron Man match. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean? If this was a bit later into MJF's reign. Um, but I this the segments have been great. Like, I have been enjoying the segments, and I think the match is going to be good. I just, I always like that seed of doubt. We were saying that with Roman Cody. You know, it's like, uh, there is an argument for Roman. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think at this point there's an argument for Brian. No, and you got to put that on Danielson doing an interview saying he doesn't want to be Exactly, yeah. Like, that doesn't help things. <laughs> and TK's like, shut up. I just want to wrestle. I, I don't wrestle. care if I'm wrestling on dark against the <laughs> Pentaco every week. It's like, well, cool, strap the guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it definitely uh, just don't say that. Um, I, I'm excited for the match. It'll be better than Brett v. Sean in an Iron Man match for an hour from Mania that one time. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Everyone, everyone goes, oh, that match, yeah? Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll be good. But uh, MJF retains. MJF still does what bad. We're talking about bad guys in wrestling these days. You have, you're the cool bad guys. Mm. MJF still says things that makes me genuinely go, bro, you're a piece of shit, man. Yeah. When he brings up the guy's kids and stuff like that, like you, you're, you're mean. So yeah, I want to see you get your head kicked in by this. I kind of so. feel you don't need anything else on this now. Yeah. You're better off on Wednesday doing like a video package to hype the match. Cause sure. I think this it's at its hottest now. I don't think you need, you've had the, the pull apart brawl, You've both got like because kind of down and dirty with your promos against each other. Yeah, MJF like worked was injuring his arm and getting Rooster injured the arm. He could go after that next week one more time to yeah. and then stand tall or whatever, but and end the show or something along those lines. But but yeah, uh, the match will be great. It is interesting because they've not done this in AEW before an hour long. Mm. Like it's gonna it's gonna be pretty long, but I think the crowd will be super into it with uh, overtime and <laughs> five minute overtime. Yeah, they're gonna do the Brett Sean thing. Watch. Zero zero the whole thing. I I mean I I'm already predicting the the DQ spot from MJF right in the beginning. Right in the beginning, just to get that. Okay, Blood. I'm down a full, but now I'm up two falls. Yeah. Um. Well, we finally had confirmation that Jericho versus Ricky Starks hopefully comes to an end <laughs> next Sunday at Revolution. Fuck. 
This was terrible, I thought. Yeah, I I don't care. You know what? I'm sure the match will be pretty good. Ricky Starks and Jericho on pay-per-view. I, I'm I'm thinking that because it's it's cooled off that we don't care about it, that the match actually might overseed our expectations. I have a feeling that. The, but the promos and the storyline, absolute match, terrible. Yeah, no worries. I, Jericho is still killing it at, yeah. at this stage in his career. And I'm a big fan of Ricky Starks as well. But the story here is Ricky Starks beat Chris Jericho... And then wanted another match against Chris because he Jericho. kept getting beat up. He lost in the tag match. Where's Action Andretti in all this? And then, <laughs> Where's Drake's he's kid? He's in the ladder match. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, yeah. And then, and then, so Ricky goads Jericho into signing this contract and gets Jericho to agree to the JS not being there. Yeah. It's, it's all back to front. It's okay. This feud. That's, yeah, um, I can't wait for it to and be And I over. really hope, I really hope Starks wins this definitively and we move on. But this being a Jericho feud, I could totally see Jericho winning and them having a big blow off on a dynamite. Mimosa mayhem. End it. End it. Yeah. Mimosa mayhem. <laughs> An absolute vodka mayhem match. <laughs> yeah. Absolute Ricky Stark sponsored by absolute. Absolute goose. Match. <laughs> well, wait, absolute's the absolute vodka. Absolute's its own vodka. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying absolute. Yeah. 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 His, his is the goose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think uh, we need to get fun- Ricky beats him. And yep. Jericho then goes like, I can't believe Ricky beat him. But we need to eventually get Dan- – we need to go back on track with Garcia being like, why am I hanging around these guys anymore? And then you break him away from that, I think. And then may- maybe him and Danielson can reunite and like go against uh- – oh, no. <laughs> Going back against Danielson and Jericho. But like Garcia, you ruined that story, I think, now. Mm. Because now you're going to separate him. He's not going to have the same people to fight Jericho's friends again. So it's like you just got to get him away from that. But as far as that's going, I don't know. There's there's undertones of it with him and like Sammy, Sammy. being his mentor and things. But, but not right now. Yeah, it, it, it's the it's not hot anymore. Yeah. Whereas the time to capitalize was like last summer, last year, uh, towards the end of the summer. Totally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see. Another thing I'm kind of down on at the moment is. And it's another thing why where they I think miss the boat striking the iron when it's hot is this whole Jamie Hader, Soraya, Ruby Soho thing. We've got the whole story of the originals against basically the WWE people coming in. Um Ruby, because she is an ex WWE, like where does her loyalties <laughs> lie? But she's been feuding with Brit and Jamie all this time. Um it's it's messy. And like Jamie in her promo was basically like, I don't give a shit. I should defend this title. So why not? I'll face both of you. Like it's, she kind of be- like, I love Jamie. And I, I, what was her match the other week? I think, I think Jamie's great, but yeah. you're, look what you're putting her with this. Yeah. You're mixing her in with the absolute worst thing going on. The these show. are, these are two different feuds. Yeah. That should be happening. So why is have it- a, a, a Jamie Hader one-on-one singles feud with whoever. And then you should have this, Faction warfare of the originals versus your WWE so lot weird. as a separate thing. You've got Ruby in the middle being all melodramatic like, with her. Bro, oh, sucks. I don't know who to be with. It sucks. it sucks. Soraya yeah. sucks. Yeah, CM um, Punk, she is not. Coming into AEW has been an absolute flop, in my opinion. I'm sure she sells some t-shirts and stuff. I, I'm... Now, I used to be a huge fan of her, but I do not understand the story. And I don't think they understand how spray paint works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you spray paint Tony Storm's bum, it's on Tony Storm's bum. If she then runs her bum into someone's face, 
It's not going to then stick on that person's face. It's still on Tony Storm's bum. I know, she should try it again, though. <laughs> One more time. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, true. Uh, it's just so weird. They're doing the NWO thing. What are they even writing? L for loser? Yeah. Like, holy shit, man. We're really That's scraping. That's Bellas did yeah, years This ago. is like pretty people from TNA. Yeah. Day. Like, what are we doing here? I think, I think Soraya has just been a, a flop since coming in. I do think when the time comes, they will be able to build up that uh brit baker jamie match again you're just we're just literally like waiting now. but it's been yeah. the, the whole soraya thing definitely flipped that because i think we were we were heading right to that match yeah. and yeah so the match is the a match three-way could, the match could be fine like uh i think jamie's great ruby's great in ring really it's it's soraya being put in here when the match probably could have been just ruby and jamie but i mean i i don't know that's not that hot either but but it's also you've got this quote-unquote star in Soraya yeah. where we got to put her on the you know what view. like I'm sure people are still into her and still want to be there and support and cheer like I'm sure but right now it's not working for me at all I, I really think it's probably one of the worst things going for it it's just so not what they usually do to go oh we're ex-WWE people and we're gonna spray paint we're gonna do all the the sticks it's like wow okay you know I just fuck it have Ruby join them have Jamie pin Ruby and then they maybe do a yeah. a handshake and Ruby clocks her and then it's like, ah, all right, I'll walk off. As long area. as Jamie doesn't lose. I, I don't see Jamie losing. No. She's got to have this title for Brit down yeah. the line. If anything, if anything, they're, 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 by risking by doing this match, you're muddying Jamie's like star power right now. Yeah. But they don't have, they don't have that like opponent for her. That's why they went AEW with this. does this a lot though, where they'll, um, Give someone a singles title and then put them in a tag team feud. How many times have we, we saw that with Darby when, right. when he first won the TNT championship the first time? Yeah. He then entered like tag team feuds with Sting and it was quite a while before he actually started defending that thing. Yeah. Wardlow, Wardlow. It's Ward weird because yeah. you can, especially when fans are like crying out for more like women's stories. You're, you're, as I said, you're throwing two stories in one for this match, which just, doesn't make sense. That 9.30 slot. <laughs> I still think we this could be the Blood and Guts match, though, this year. Jamie and Britt. Well, just Originals versus... Or or a Anarchy in the Arena or something like that. Right, okay. Um, With Soraya? <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, we did have a monumental, huge... Tony Khan, huge, huge announcement this Wednesday. Announcement. Huge announcement. What was it? A... Uh, mon- it's going to change the world of AEW. Flip it on its head. It, it's like this is twice now where Tony has a huge announcement and he's like, I'm going to pass over to my friend Adam Cole. You won't boo him. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so they've announced what? Uh, a new reality show which where after Dynamite, um, which is like a all access behind the scenes look, and you're going to have. Who did they mention? They mentioned Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston <laughs> Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti. Um, yeah, like, is this going to be like total divas, or is this going to be Drive to Survive? Like, which, which way are we going with this thing? I, I I hate to be this guy, but once they said that, I was like, come on, man! Like, the week you got clowned. Yeah. Bad. Like the burn is still hot. The wound's still fresh. And this was, you plan to get your ratings bumped by announcing a huge announcement. I hope you're happy you broke a mill. Like you're the boy mm. who cried wolf now, buddy. Like the next time you have a huge announcement, I won't tune in just to get <laughs> that one off because you made me so upset. No. Uh, so weird to do this. It's like, 
announcing this TV thing. Cool. Fine. What, like, Why would you it, do it, it could, like this? It could be pretty interesting. But, like, hyping it up in this way, this is a tweet. Tony this is Khan. a tweet where you go, new show starting, you want my, and then you plug it yeah, on the show. You want my attention, Tony Khan? You say, yo, we're having a new show. It's all access behind the scenes of AEW. First episode, footage from Mall Out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you want all access behind people? Yeah, I do. You want to know what really goes behind the scenes, behind closed doors here at AEW? Yeah, I do, Tony. Tell me. Tell me. I'm going to show you Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. No, no, no. I don't want to see that. I'm going to show you Adam Cole and Britain. Well, I don't really care to see. I'm going to show you Eddie Kingston. I don't think Eddie Kingston wants to show you. No, I, I want to see the Eddie <laughs> Kingston stuff. I think it's so weird. I, I don't have really much interest in it, but I could see it. Something people, it, oh, you want Tony Khan to come out there and be like, yo, Dana White, your show sucks. I'm kicking it off the air and I'm getting another hour on Wednesdays. That would have been funny. But I, I, don't I don't like the time slot either. An because, hour after? Well, the thing is, I think all you're going to get is it's going to be a portion of your Dynamite viewers watching this show. Yeah. Whereas when these things have been successful in the past, a Total Divas or a Drive to Survive it's got people who are not into the product to get into the product. Yeah. Right. Total Divas being on E, it being like, you know, your, your real housewives kind of show attracting that like mainly female. And it was successful. Who watched it, who got into these characters, got into the Bellas and Paige and Natalia and that. And then being like, Hey, I actually want to check out this wrestling to see what they're doing. We've heard like John and Way on post who, just stumbled across Drive to Survive on Netflix, having never watched Formula One, loved the show, and are now big Formula One fans. This isn't going to do it just coming after Dynamite. Yeah. You know, it's going to be your wrestling fans who go, oh, shall we stick around and, and watch this tonight? Maybe. Which, the first which ep- is fine. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to attract that new audience of just this new reality show covering the lives of these wrestlers backstage where you go, all right, well, I like reality TV. And then you go, oh, this Adam Cole's kind of compelling. I I might check out his comeback match on Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. The, the problem was whenever like WWE had Total Divas and stuff like that, the stuff they'd be talking about were like months and months behind because mm. they got to edit the show and stuff like For that. Sure. So like uh, maybe the Sammy Eddie Kingston stuff is something they feature because it was actually – staged or like you know what i mean like they could i see maybe more of that which i'm just not interested to be honest like work on your own show first before we start doing these other shows like fix the one thing that's the the drive this is a this is a turner thing not a tony khan thing isn't it yeah they their request for an i mean them getting another hour of tv is is pretty pretty big pretty good and shows faith in this this company they obviously did the road to the top thing before like they do seem to be behind AEW, they which just is good. yeah they just need that first week to to beat the original rating of slap fight oh, and it will it will because more people will stick around yeah yeah there you go um yeah so Any other I, I love how adam cole as well just the way he's selling it because he's talking to tony khan and then he's just looking in the camera saying so and it's gonna be so exciting so and kinston's on the show <laughs> like oh okay and then just casually announcing his return match. Yeah. So in a few weeks, this airs, and the same Wednesday is when he makes his in-ring to, to return yes. to Dynamite. So, uh, all right. Well, shall we go yeah. into some revolution? 
Yeah, so I mean, they have announced some other matches. So we know that the the four way tag match is happening. We're gonna find out by the time you're listening. This could be already happening on Wednesday, but I do think it's gonna be FTR added to that four way mm-hmm. match at uh, Revolution as well. Uh, I see FTR winning if that's the case. If not, like I said, Jeff Jarrett and D- Jay Lethal <laughs> strap them up and talk in my world, baby. John Moxley versus Hangman Page in a Texas death match. I think this one uh, I have the most interest in because the last time they fought on TV, I thought that was one of the best mat- – a few weeks back now. I thought that was just so awesome. So, For me, yeah. For me, I think this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. Um, I think it should be Hangman. I think Hangman is the guy you can heat up for MJF. You've got the history there with like right at the beginning of AEW – MJF beating Hangman for the Diamond Ring. Right. Uh, they haven't really revisited that feud since. I think Hangman seems to be positioned as the babyface here. I think that's a and we've had Moxley MJF a lot. The thing so, is, uh, Hangman Hangman gets booze though. I watched the past like month, man. Mm. Moxley's maybe just because he's against Moxley. I think the CM Punk stuff maybe turns some people. I think on there's him. that, and I think there's the way they've handled him with they don't always present him as the star they used to. Yeah, and therefore he's kind of floating around uh he's he's got that kind of johnny gargano vibe in nxt where people started to just get a bit stale with him and then he'd have a a match where you're booing him and then you'd be like oh no but you're awesome like the the new york match in with adam cole so i i think you can have him get hot i want hangman to win for sure i'm still i'm still loving hangman and definitely match with uh hangman and mjf would be a pretty big uh, next pay-per-view match for sure. Uh, what else was added here? The the AEW TNT Championship, Samoa Joe and Wardlow. I really want Samoa Joe to retain. This has been flip-flopped around a bit. I'm more interested in, you know, uh, a Takeshita uh, Samoa Joe match for Whoa. the TNT title down the line. Um, who else? Who, you, Commander, if he wins this ladder match. Ooh. Commander Samoa Joe. Um, like there's there's a lot of, more interesting people to go. I think Joe I'm, kind of proved he's still got stuff in the tank with this Derby feud. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately for Wardlow, he's been one of the most cool down characters. It's a shame. He went from Batista in 05 to just like... The Deacon. <laughs> not even. I mean, he got his pony... Ever since he got his ponytail cut off, he's a different man. I, I like that promo he did, yeah. kind of tying it back to his yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's but, unfortunate. I'd rather see him not win this because i think you're right samoa joe the the king of television is way better right now and and joe's just been having a revitalization did did he get ray mysterio's doctors knee knee doctors guys or something i think it's it's having the right opponent you know having a that darby having a darby that you can just throw around and joe's so good at like the facial expressions just the the awe of him uh whereas if you're trying to have him go like, I don't think this is going to be as good a match as the Derby stuff, yeah. just because they're too similar. Too big, meaty men. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. All right. They announced a match that would definitely get my money. This is worth, this will be worth the pay-per-view price. Mm. Full stop for this match right here. I hope they go real long, but there's an hour long Iron Man match. This match is announced. The Trios Championship, the Elite taking on the House of Black. Yeah, take my money. This will be great. Smoke them if you got them before this match. I see House of Black taking it. So House of Black were feuding with Eddie Kingston to lead to a match against the Elite. Yeah, um, they again, classic AEW. You got to the destination all wrong. You yeah. looked the map, was upside down, flipped, inverted, all this stuff. But when you got there, it'll be great. But the storyline's been pretty bad. 
Yeah, I, I think the House of Black take this. Um, I I think this is going to be one of those tremendous matches that's like spectacular, and then a week later I'll never think about it again. So I hope that um, something changes. Which is I hope it'll be better than kind that. of how I feel about the Elite at the moment. It, how I feel about the Young Bucks. Like they had the match against Aussie Open. I think that's why they should lose. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think Kenny needs to be in singles. I think the Bucks need to be in a serious tag feud. They haven't really had a feud like this feud. Like what it was. Uh, angle on rampage and then some video packages i i don't feel particularly hot about the story but i think the match will be killer but there is something and i I think it's something that maybe uh like the that molten crowd for sammy at uh elimination chamber has shown me i think this and it's a weird complaint the standard of wrestling so high now where i love a bucks match but it needs it stuff needs something else now. You need a story for me to it. be like really invested because there's yeah. so much quality wrestling to, that it's just noise now at this point. Yeah, to have the elite be like, oh, we really like basketball, and because it's the All Star TNT, I get, I get that. But to be like, hey, we should fight these other guys. We lost in a tag match. Okay, well, why are the trios people having tag matches? Well, we're also gonna have a tag match against Ozzy Open, who, if you blinked and missed it, were in the Battle Royal. Sorry, yeah, they were. Oh, now you're having a match on Rampage. Oh, okay, cool. Could have waited to keep those guys off TV to bring them in with the kingpin to then have mm. to revisit that story. Yep. You know what I mean? When the time comes, why just do that odd to have them? You know, so so bizarre. You know, I love the elite. You know, I, I'm all about that. I do think the House of Black should take it, be the champions, and and have matches and be the heels, the dominating all. You then the story isn't interesting when the elite are playing good guys who are kind of nerdy good guys who go, yeah, we'll fight you up-and-comers. Well, like, we want to cheer for the up-and-comers, but, like, who are these guys to mm. face you, right? So when it's the House of Black being the dominant champions, I think that it would make the title. So finally, when you get to a big pay-per-view against some other big three people, that it will make it feel big. Because then you can have your AR Foxes in top, uh, flight face them and get crushed, you know, have hope spots. But when it's just against the elite and Kenny right now, it's just in this like floating. I don't, I don't think I'm alone with my criticisms. No, no. They've not been drawing. Um, No, absolutely. They put them on rampage and it's been some of the lowest rampage numbers ever. It's their, their matches on dynamite have been lower ratings wise. So, and, and I think it is, it's a, we know these guys are spectacular wrestlers, but it, it is the investment in the characters and, like Kenny, like Kenny, watch that Tokyo Dome match. It felt like proper main event Kenny Omega, which I don't think we've really seen properly in AEW at all, even when he was the belt collector. It's interesting you say that. Uh, I actually listened to Kenny Omega on Swerve City's uh, podcast, uh, Swerve, you know, from AEW mm. Strickland. He has his own podcast. And he had Kenny on, and I would recommend that listen. It was fantastic. And even Kenny admits that there's different versions of himself and. He, he doesn't quite say that he's watered down in AEW, but he kind of says that he's, he knows that he is. And another thing I want to bring in here again, would recommend that podcast. That was awesome. Uh, also he rocks an awesome Colossus from X-Men nineties shirt. Like, I'm like, where did you get that? And then I realized I found it and I realized, oh, you're, uh, rich and I'm not. So that shirt is a lot of money, but it looks awesome. Kenny, there's rumors. I'm saying rumors because I heard Booker T clip of Booker T saying Kenny Omega should go to WWE because there's right now Kenny Omega's contract has been extended for the time he was off right for injured so that he's staying but that's not a, still not a long yeah. lot of time so 
people are obviously jumping on the gun saying, oh, he's going to go to WWE. They, they're going to be fighting for him right now. They're going to be gunning for him right now. It's like, man, he's, he helped start this company. Yeah, but Cody left. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, oh. Yeah, I, like, it is something I'd like to see one day. Yeah. Like, you can always go back, you know, but yeah. it is something I would like to see him have those matches with some of those guys over there. Um, but I, I kind of feel, you, you say he said that on Swerve's show. I kind of feel it's him, though. I don't think it's Tony Khan being like, I want you to play basketball with the Bucks. Right. I kind of feel that's what he, whereas I think in New Japan, they're like, no, 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 no. you're a main event guy and you're facing Osprey in a huge singles match. Yeah. Whereas I, I feel, because think- like a Danielson goes, oh, I want to wrestle Minoru Suzuki. I want to wrestle uh, this guy. I want to wrestle this guy. Like Kenny, he's had one singles match since his return, no? Yeah, he's not. He's actually not had a lot of singles matches full stop at in all. AEW. And you think all those matches, like I'd be way more invested in a Malachi Black Kenny Omega feud than this trios thing, right? Don't again. I think the match will be good. Like I've yeah, yeah. got no problem. It'll probably steal the, the match show. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, yeah. But just investment. You know, you know, Kenny is my my all time. Like he is, he is definitely my guy. And like, like just like. Going off on the fact of people going, oh, imagine him in WWE. Yeah, of course. Like so many big, huge matches there. Seth Rollins, Almost. Kenny, <laughs> Brock versus Kenny would yeah. be like, what? How does that work? Like, there's so many different things that could work. Something he said on that show also is like, yeah, right now he's he's positioned. He, right now he's not the main characters right now because other yeah. people are given the chance to shine, like a Ma- a MJF and Hangman and Mox and all this stuff. So it kind of like they. That's why they're like mm. they're chilling right now. They're like. Let's let's give some other people the stuff, sure. and then we'll come back into play. And I do think that when that happens, like yeah, Kenny Omega needs to be in a huge singles feud. I think he's he's a draw. Kind of looking at the statistics of how many I, I forgot where I saw it of how many matches he actually had in AW that were singles matches is not, yeah, not a lot. At all. It's not a lot, and I feel like maybe he's becoming like um, that. You could use him in the position like, well, you'll get that singles match on a pay per view. Mm. Like you'll get because we used to get more Kenny singles matches, obviously when he was champ and stuff. But yeah, he's he's a draw for me personally. But our but, last Kenny pay per view singles match was against Hangman. Yeah, at full again, and then he left for a year. Ago, yeah, so like exactly. <laughs> so I feel like right now they're like purposely cooling him off for hopefully something big coming. Mm-hmm. And you could say the same about the Bucks. That's when you bring in the talks of well, is FTR coming back? Is CM Punk coming back? Because if you want a story that you're going to get your teeth into, I think that would be the story mm. that we go to. And I think that would get a lot of people back into yeah, talking about sure. all six guys who are on top of the world when it comes to wrestling and are the top, the best of what they do. And right now, are all of them not being featured on TV? And AEW still striving and still, you know kicking and still going through. So it does show like they don't need them. But imagine we were to work something out where the elite – FTR and Punk can have a storyline and feud. I think that would be something that gets a lot of people talking. Maybe Punk shows up at Revolution. That would be great. To, ch- to, to right after MJF. Yeah, comes out stare stare down. Place would go nuts. Oh, when you go to that match? Yeah, sure. Uh, I feel if yeah, I feel if you bring him back, you got to bring him back. You got to do the elite. Yeah, right you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's not been confirmed yet, but I imagine perhaps Christian Cage and Jungle Boy being added to the show right or at least doing it as a huge match on dynamite or something yeah true i'm glad christian's back i'm glad we can finally wrap this story up and have jungle boy move on yeah but i think they did a, a good job the last two weeks of just reheating it it was came out of nowhere like 
Christian coming back to me. Like I hadn't read anything about him no. being ready to come back or whatever. I, so. As selfish as a wrestling fan of just watching Christian for so long, being one of my favorites, Toronto's own, but I want to see him versus Jungle Boy. But at the rate they're going, it has to be like a TLC match or something, right? I would, Violent match, I would right? So, okay, because yeah. I, I, as much as I want to see them wrestle, I think I'd rather see them do that. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Christian's taught Jungle Boy since you know they've, he's been his manager on TV and stuff. But I think he genuinely taught Jungle Boy how to do these kinds of matches because yeah. he's gotten really good. That cage match with Luchasaurus, mm-hmm. the the ladder matches and stuff. I, I'm excited if they add some sort of stip to that match. Well, that's it for our AEW talk. Uh, there was a big match that happened last Saturday, uh, kind of competing with the Elimination Chamber. So we haven't really had a chance to talk about it yet. Uh, but it was at the uh, Battle in the Valley New Japan show. And it was... Kyrie defending the IWGP Women's Championship against Mercedes Monet. Money. Uh, money. Money. In her uh, debut match for New Japan. I don't watch that, that whole lot of South Park, but it reminds me of South Park. Money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> like Terrence and Phillips? Yeah. yeah. Money. Money. <laughs> we did spend like all night the other day just uh, 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 money. Money. <laughs> yeah we were annoying each other by doing it <laughs> it's when you hear it in the other room like suddenly just money. Money. i started sending voice notes to the group chats money. Uh, so that was our thoughts on that match. anyway let's move on <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I briefly talked about, I actually really love this. Yeah, me too. Uh, as much as the, the whole, the whole return of Mercedes at New Japan, I felt like it wasn't necessarily the the best. And obviously having her day, her return match outside, first match outside of WWE, the same night as WWE's biggest show that everyone wanted to watch. It, it sucked that, you know, that happened, but after watching it later that night, I was like, man, that was awesome. You know, we love Kyrie here. We have a Kyrie cutout on our set. We love Kyrie. We have Kyrie paintings and all that we've stuff. Got, so we've got, and Sasha. we love, yeah. And we're NXT. Yeah. So we've been following both these people for so, so long. And to see this match was awesome. I thought Kyrie brought it as well, power bombing her through the table. Like it was great. And it was it, what this match needed to yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, I thought they both like really stepped up to it and it completely erased all the negative kind of debut of mercedes yeah i thought the me. same thing as much as you know, there's so many people your wwe like hardcores who are like oh no you, you left wwe you're you're dead to us now like get out of here we don't care and i i think she's gonna have fun i see her going back to wwe eventually some hey some it might not be this year it might not be next year but uh her doing this letting her like live out her dreams kind of thing doing new japan and stuff like that is pretty cool i want to see more title defenses a bit i think a big match eventually is julia or uh suri yeah there's some big- there's so many in stardom who like it, it's going to be kind of appointment viewing i think like anytime yeah. it's a mercedes match i i'm interested if i was triple h i'd actually try to work out some sort of deal where you now have her facing some other WWE people because now, unfortunately, Sa- Sasha, you left. There's some crop now that you would tangle with that would be pretty oh, good. Yeah. Like Rhea Ripley in the next few months, the mm-hmm. next year would be a huge big match that you could do at a mania or something for Sasha. Sasha versus anyone. It was also cool to see Bailey starting huge money chants throughout <laughs> the crowd for that show. She wasn't at Chamber. She was there in so California. She was wearing like a mask for like part yeah. of it and then it was like, fuck it. I'm- yeah, maybe CM Punk should have done the same thing. Yeah. He had a line. 
the whole show, people are waiting there to to. to I'm not surprised you see him punk at a wrestling show. Like it's yeah, like it's gonna happen. Yeah, like this just, isn't you're at the airport, you're at a wrestling show, and you see him punk. It just sucks that there's like I saw photos, people just lined up, yeah. and it's like, man, let the guy like let pe- other people. I would be pissed. I'm trying to watch the Sit show. Sit down, punk. Why are you sitting next to me? I'm trying to watch the, yeah. the show. But yeah, uh, I love Sasha and Kyrie. I thought it is exactly what it needs to be, and the finished. Did look good. The, it, yeah, her finish did look good. The money maker. The money maker. Um, yeah. And then just, I know, I kind of, I know she's married, but I don't know, Okada and, and Mercedes Monet look like a pretty power couple. Pretty handsome couple Whew. to me. Yeah. Uh, Oka- just making money. Money. Uh, yeah. That, that team would be great. And kind of going back to Kenny Omega in some recent interviews saying, I'm not done with New Japan. I'm a champion there now. So Sasha Banks and New Japan is teasing the idea of some intergender tag matches. So Kenny's got to find a partner. Oh, be Kenny and Rio. Yeah, <laughs> against Sasha and Okada. That'd be cool. What the? Yeah, it would. Yeah, let's book really it. Cool. Yeah, the image of Sasha and Okada. You knew Okada was beating Tanahashi. Sorry, Tana, but like <laughs> Okada and Tanahashi, it's a safe match to go to mm. for a traveling show to the states. I get it, but Mercedes should have been the main event. Mm. she wasn't but to see the image of her standing there with okada was pretty cool just like the image of okada a few months back with kenny holding titles so it is it is an interesting time there but let's just go to sasha versus kenny (laughs) sasha versus okada why not uh yeah i i love that stuff and i i want to see some good wrestling for sasha she looks like she's having a good time and the hannah kimura gear was oh, yeah. awesome yeah hannah kimura oh w- would always say that sasha was one of her favorites so to kind of now see that is like something came out in the gas mask yeah and the fur so and special yeah, man cool. so awesome so so cool um sticking with japan we had a retirement show with a uh retirement la- show too a lazy washed up wrestler taking on keiji muto in his <laughs> in his final match <laughs> Yeah, Naito well, took second his, last match. You know, so. t- he, he didn't. Naito didn't Naito it up though. He, went, he yeah, he took his t shirt off. Shirt to off. Be fair to him, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I I thought this was was great actually. Like it's the whole video package before with my way uh, going through like with Muto, not Limp Biscuit no, Frank uh, going into the like it's fuck who Sex Pistols is it? Yeah, who covered the, the punk version of it? Yeah. Uh, with Mudo like just watching all his classic moments, I thought it was an awesome way to kind of start this match off. Um, and then Mudo coming out on Rihanna's platform from the Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> last love. Um, the match what it wa- was what it was. I didn't think Mudo like embarrassed himself in it for a guy who can barely walk now. He didn't say any slurs after the match. No, did he? okay. Uh, he teased the moonsault and was like, "Nah, I can't nah. do that." Um, and then this fun. End with he ends this career. Oh yeah, sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't his last match, and then he had it was a... last in quotations on the poster. For fuck's sake, uh, man! This guy, like wrestlers, love to just. I thought that. this was pretty nice though, because apparently, like Chono never got a big like retirement moment. Okay. So this was basically Mudo going, "I'm gonna give you this moment." Right. Here. Okay. So he and calls it, him out. He calls him out. And he comes to the ring with his walking stick. Cane! He has a cane! I'm like, dude, don't do that. They they ring the bell and it does the like camera pan out thing. Like it's a huge main event. The crowd are going nuts. And then uh, Chono hits him with a shining wizard. (laughs) And pins him. And locks in the STF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you make some Uh, tap out. I I thought it was pretty, pretty fun, actually. And uh, and a really. uh, I thought they did this send off really, 
really well, actually, for Mudo. Yeah. Like, you know, you, no one was going into this expecting a, a five-star technical classic, but I thought they they did enough kind of um, things to get you quite emotional about, like, with the video package, with the big entrances, yeah. with the the bonus one more match at the end. It's pretty funny. And the crowd, like, the production of these Noah shows yeah. was incredible as I was well, going to say, the production looked awesome for his entrance alone was just, like, incredible. It was, like... Mania tier, if not better. better than it looked better be than it looked better. Yeah, it did actually. And then the video, like you said, with Frank Sinatra and stuff. They clearly didn't pay Frank, but it's okay. Uh, you know, make, let's make sure Noah the 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 money went yeah, to Frank I Sinatra's hope it went family. family yeah. yeah, the money played from that that Noah video better go to his family. <laughs> and if it doesn't, we better make them pull this entrance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I watch with the Japanese commentary when I watch Noah. Uh, I thought that was really, really great moment for Muda to finally, Mudo to finally retire and stuff. He looked great. His jacket looked great. His coat looked great. Um, I love this picture we got here of like Chono just lying on top of Mudo. It's like, fuck, too old for this <laughs> What are we shit? doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's great. We, we, the last retirement match, the great Muta's mm. retirement match, we did a podcast uh, with WH Park covering the best of the great Muta's matches in WH. Uh, we learned a lot looking at those mm. things. I would rec- recommend checking out that show uh, out there on our Patreon. But like, yeah, so lately I have been kind of like, man, this guy's awesome. And for finally to get his retirement, it was pretty fun to watch. And then if that didn't do it for you, they also had the Okada mm. Kiyomiya match, yep. right? On the same show, which was crazy. Okada went Super Saiyan mode. Yeah. I can't recall any time Okada hit a Rainmaker and then on the two, on the count, on the 2.9, lifts the guy's head up by his hair like, nah, I ain't done with you. Then to just murk him. Yeah. Like it wasn't like the classic, what, Malenko, Rey Mysterio. No, nah, I'm not done with you. And then Rey gets the victory, right? Mm. From WCW. This was, no, I'm going to pick you up, beat you up even more, and embarrass Noah, and then get the pin. But it's Okada. So. Dude, I feel it was such a, like, wash that this is a story for Kiyomiya. Yeah. Right? Good like, for, he looked like good. Like, coming, like, being like, I'm the champ here. Like, going face-to-face with Okada, who the whole time in this feud was like, nah, I ain't, I ain't wrestling you. He looked good, I'm, man. I'm above this. I'm, I was not f- super familiar with him beforehand, so the, the whole storyline and that last, what, the tag match where they're just killing each other, we kick Okada in the face. Th- they brought the same energy to this match. I, I felt like this match wasn't t- too talked about no. uh, this week because there's so much other stuff going on, but watching it back uh, today is when I watched the, the I show. Wonder, I, I don't know what the Noah schedule is or whether it's feasible, but I'd love to see Kiyomiya in the G1, you Whoa. know, and maybe, maybe get, get his win a win back. over Okada in a situation where Okada's kind of beaten up yeah. from like the tournament right? and it's like a shorter time limit and stuff. I think that could be a good, good story for, for Kiyomiya, no, uh, yeah. but I, I don't know schedules in that, but we, we've had Noah talent and like, uh, we've had Noah talent in the G1 before, so, yeah. uh, could, could happen. No, I, I thought they both, I thought he looked pretty good, especially against Okada, but Okada was just different. He was in a different mode that he needed to it's be the in. It's most interesting yeah. he's been forever. Just like some of the, the looks he looks, he looks like Super Saiyan mode, right? He, when he just gets so angry, yeah. it's like Killer Kota Ibushi mode yeah. almost, but Okada. So I did, I did enjoy that as, as much. I, I just, I didn't hear a lot of people talking about it from this week. Obviously, Mudo was the big retirement thing, but after watching, I was like, oh, it was actually really good. It kind of reminds me of, you know, when, uh, someone like loves their job and then they get transferred to a different 
like branch branch and they fucking hate it and they make it very clear that <laughs> right. they hate it and they're going to do their job but they're not going to be happy about it yeah and that was okada going to noah yeah it's like i'm going in i'm beating the shit out of this guy and pinning him i laughed I, I thought it was pretty good the yeah, way he me too. murdered that guy but yeah um in some other wrestling related news um we kind of had a like a bit of a verdict with the jeff hardy dui Thing, oh right uh where i think what is it his license has been suspended for for 10, ten years 10 years um and but yeah no uh no kind of jail time being served or anything like that um so we'll obviously open up the talk to about whether he'll be starting to make his way back to wrestling or not yeah look he, he he's had problems that have been in the open for years now. And then to do it like again felt like a lot of fans are like, no, like you need to sort some things out. And I, I've said, I, I don't have anything to kind of justify drinking and driving, especially when I myself know if I'm out getting drunk and getting loaded and having fun, mm. there's no problem with that. But there's a problem getting behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. I order Ubers. Yeah. I podcast about wrestling. You yeah. think I'm, Rich and famous, no. Jeff Hardy money, no. Yeah, so why is it such a problem for people to still be doing this mm -hmm. when all it takes is to get a, a ride, uh, a cab, a this or that? So it's it's something I, I, I genuinely upsets me as just a human being of like, why is this not just wrestlers? Why are people just thinking yeah. that is okay? So now that this verdict is out and they're saying, hey, you're not going to be able to drive for ten years. Well, we know Matt's going to be the DD for a while now. Yeah. I guess if that were to be the case, so. The selfish wrestling fan in me goes, okay, so now does that mean he's coming back soon? Or is, has he found his, his piece? Has he solved some other issues maybe that have been going on? You know what I mean? I hope that as a human I being. I still feel it's probably too soon yeah, for him. Probably, like, yeah. this happens a lot. And obviously, we, we'd love a great, as a wrestling fan, you'd love a great storybook ending for Jeff Hardy in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Having that one last great Hardy Boys tag match. Uh, and having that kind of farewell that a team like that probably deserve. Yeah. But if this is going to kind of like, you know, make those temptations even greater being around this, this business environment, beating up your body and needing something to kind of, yeah. uh, combat that. I don't think it's, it's a great idea yeah. at this stage. Um, or maybe, maybe ever, unfortunately. Like we, yeah, you don't know what the guy's going through. Still, it's still somewhat fresh. That was the beginning of this year that this mm. was going down. So I mean, yeah, uh, like it's wild. Like he was, you almost forget he was in AEW. Yeah, was the in Derby a, match had a Derby match, a Bucks match, and then done. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll probably see him again, but right now, yeah, Matt Hardy's just chilling, waiting for him to come back. But <laughs> well, Jeff needs to save him from another faction now. <laughs> like fuck. That's like Jeff. Stop leaving me. Every time you leave, I I start dealing with contracts and I get myself in. Stoke. Matt Hardy's whole career in AEW has been just contracts. People buying his contract. Yeah, Stokely and Ethan Page are going to be putting the boots to uh, Matt Hardy, and Jeff's going to come out and Duke one more time and go, "Oh fuck, I got to save you first. <laughs> so funny. I'll never. That's still one of the best moments oh, ever yeah. in wrestling. So never forget that happened in AEW. But yeah, hope the best for the the Hardy Boys and and Jeff mm. Hardy there. You know, I love them a lot. So hope to hear good things only for the next time we hear about Jeff Hardy. And then finally, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. 
awards wow for for the last year um and always these kind of things it's it's opinion based i mean this is voted by the the readers of the observer but um yeah it's always fun to kind of debate i mean obviously uh Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville was the actual the match, actual of, the match of the year last yeah. year. Don't even and, get it twisted. Uh, I mean, Poison Rana is where you come for your official, yeah. um, undebatable uh, awards. Yeah, the best and worst of show on exactly. post and the best match ever, top 10 matches of the year from Poison Rana. Uh, but it's fun to go through <laughs> some of these and kind of uh, debate. Yeah, is this like PWI where everyone get upset and just like argue about... So PWI's like partly kayfabe so yeah. it's based on actual like wins and losses but also kind of impact on the business and right. that kind of thing this okay. is just a reader's vote okay hit um, me with some of these so these wrestler of the year in third place was uh will osprey uh with i believe what is this 1591 votes roman reigns in second with 2216 and john moxley in first with 3101 so mox won mox won that, he was my pick I think like there was a whole lot of, especially with that brawl out thing with him standing up and taking the company on his back again and, yeah. and having good matches bleeding every week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Will Ospreay winning most outstanding wrestler uh, just ahead of Danielson in second and Okada in third. Yeah. Can't argue with those three. Sure. Um, I'm skipping all the MMA shit because <laughs> I don't cover fake sports. Yeah. Uh, tag team of the year, FTR. Of course. Which, yeah. Uh, of course. The Briscoe brothers in second place, Young Bucks in third. Uh, no Usos in the top three oh. there. Which. Uh, well, they haven't wrestled a whole lot. Like, tag matches, I, they don't have people to wrestle anymore. Yeah. So, like, I can't watch the New Day and Usos anymore. I'm sorry. I yeah, love them they, all. They but... had those. They had some pretty good Street Profit matches last year and stuff. And then if you're going into kayfabe and, like, they're like champions. Impact. They're champions and they're the main event yeah, story exactly. in the biggest company in the world. Exactly. I'd probably put them ab- above the Young Bucks for last year. Yeah, yeah. Year's body of work as much as I love the Young Bucks. Yeah. Uh, best on interviews. CM Punk in third. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> in interviews, not promos, in interviews. Yeah, I don't know, no. man. Number one. <laughs> uh, Mox in second and MJF first. Yes. Um. That's fair enough. Promotion of the year, WWE in third, Stardom in second, and AEW in first place. Nice. Uh, Best weekly TV show, Rampage third. Come on. What was better than Rampage? SmackDown in second, and Dynamite in first. I guess, I guess Rampage above Raw, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's the amount of people watching stuff like i keep hearing like impact's been very consistent with good wrestling and actual storytelling which rampage doesn't really have any of that but are people watching it so that's that's the thing i don't know i wouldn't put yeah i love impacts compelling... like nxt is better than rampage oh me yeah easily, yeah yeah easily Pro- probably yeah yeah i just you said impacts great storytelling i'm a huge fan of the great impact storytelling i've been seeing of uh bully ray and tommy dreamer fuck yeah Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure someone else does still does magic over on that show or what is it? There's magic on every show. Come on, you can't <laughs> criticize impact using magic. Magic and wrestling just go hand in hand. I I'm sorry, you we were uh you were about to watch some there was a uh, impact show that I heard mm. some some high praise on and you know what I will check it out but you were about to put it on I was like oh I, I wanted to watch some of the Muda stuff from today. But as the Bullet Club were coming out, it was like Kenta with his 
emo phase haircut. It's power walk. And like, you know, these other guys. Chris Bay and Ace Austin. And I'm like, they're good. But like, yeah, uh, I do want to watch that match though. As I'm like, oh, but Impact, I want to see them kind of turn around a bit. Especially in this like climate of like wrestling. It's popular. They've, they've got a great roster right now. They, they do. Like they you've do. got uh, Speedball. You've got Jonathan Gresham. WrestleMania you've got Josh weekend. Alexander. They're gonna they're gonna do some damage on WrestleMania weekend. I, I hope so. New Japan crossover yeah. show. Yeah. Again, like, as much as I'm like criticizing, I do think they they there's something that needs to break that like stink. It's I don't know what it is, it's but just, it's hard. I mean, I think I think we're seeing the same with NXT. I think because I think NXT has become a better product in the last six months yeah and but there's so much there's so much wrestling out there yeah and the way i compare it is like i used to watch shows like the flash and arrow which are perfectly fun good shows to watch i only have so much time am i going to watch that over the last of us fuck no right i'm not like i've got a certain amount of time i'm going to dedicate to watching wrestling tv or you, and i'm yeah. going to watch the best shit the HBO dramas, your successions, your Last of Us is, I'm not watching your CW shows. And I kind of feel the same with wrestling. It's like, okay, AEW Dynamite every week has my attention. NXT, we cover it. That has my attention. I'm then going to go, okay, oh, I'm at home on a Monday night. I'll throw on Raw because I want to see what what's going on with the bloodline. Same with SmackDown. When it comes to other stuff, I don't necessarily need to watch more great wrestling. And I think that's where you're impacts uh and your nxts suffer and then like like god help you if you're a roh uh mlw uh all these other kind of all these other promotions and i I think it's a shame because from what i've been hearing like listening to the the johns policino talk about no surrender like they're very high up on this product right now but you're right it still has that tna stink it does that people people just Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure good. it's fine, but I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy me, with my yeah. three wrestling shows a week. I don't need a four. I definitely love when, especially Sino, you got to listen to Shot in the Dark. He's good. He'll tell you, he'll cherry pick stuff for you. Mm. And, and like when you, when he tells me, hey, the six man on impact was really good. Check it out. Like then I, you know, I will go out. And we'll be way. going to Rebellion yeah. because it's, it's in the city and, yeah, true. and I'm sure it'll be a, a fun show. I think they've, it's, looks like it's Steve Macklin, Josh Alexander is the main. Great, um, which I mean, he's got that have gotten some stings great, you, but like he's he's been pretty pretty damn good. I rest my case. <laughs> Steve Macklin, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Wh Park's favorite wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the others here. Uh, this was sorry, going back. This was TV show. Uh, that was weekly TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Where was Wow on this list? <laughs> I've only seen the top three. Someone asked me about Wow the other day at work. I was like, oh, it's on TV because of my housemate. Um, <laughs> The top three matches of the year, Okada Osprey in the Tokyo Dome was number three. FTR Briscoe's uh, number two. Uh, I'm not sure which. Ten, uh, yeah. Okay, that was the, the dog collar. Yeah. And Okada Osprey, um, the G1 match in first place. Yeah, which is pretty shocking. I, I know we talked about a lot of those matches from the year before, but yeah, I think a lot of people liked that one. I did prefer Osprey Okada from the Tokyo Dome. Mm. Uh the MVP in North America, third place Jericho, second place Roman, first place John Moxley. Again, wouldn't wouldn't disagree. Uh, MVP in Japan, third place Suri, second place Osprey, first place Okada. Yeah. Uh, Mexico, you had 
Leo Del Vikingo being the MVP. Of course. Ahead of Mystico and Phoenix. I'd say Penta had a great year, too. Uh, taking the mask off Villano was pretty cool. But yeah, Vikingo's been their guy for mm. a while. And that, that match with Ray Phoenix was nutso. Osprey, the European MVP, above Michael Oku and Ricky Knight Jr. Nice. Um, then, what have we got? We'll skip through some of these. Where's Canada's VI? <laughs> that, well, North America. Uh, it should be. I wonder where Bailey is on that, though. Bailey's number one indie yeah. wrestler, I'd say, for sure. Uh, women's wrestling MVP was Suri, ahead of Bianca Belair and Jamie Hayter. Um, best box office draw in pro wrestling. Number one was Reigns. Second, Cena. Third, Punk. Um, feud of the year goes to FTR and the Briscoes just ahead of Punk MJF, uh, which was just ahead of, uh, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Uh, the acclaimed one most improved, um, most charismatic went to MJF just ahead of Sami Zayn. And then the one we all wanted to know who's winning the Brian Danielson award for best technical wrestler. And wouldn't you know it? It's Brian Danielson. Whoa, what? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's just put our prayer circles in, in focus that we will get. Zack Sabre Jr., Brian Danielson. Yes. Forbidden Door 2. Forbidden Door 2. TK, it. revitalize yourself. Fix the problem. Book the match. Yeah, no surprise there. Uh, ZSJ second and Daniel Garcia third. Um, Moxie winning Brawler of the Year ahead of Ishii and Suzuki. Uh, Vikingo winning High Flyer of the Year. Uh, most overrated... Ronda Rousey in first, Tyrus in second, Roman in third. Are people rating Tyrus and Ronda? To be overrated, I think Who's Tyrus? Oh, NWA Tyrus. Brodus Clay, yeah. I mean, I, overrated? I, I haven't no, heard he anyone sucks. rating him. Yeah. Overpushed, maybe. I don't overrated, mean that, I'm like, not even nah. trying to be funny here when I cannot think of a single time someone went, oh, that Tyrus, he's good. Yeah, ever. <laughs> ever. 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 He's a good dancer. <laughs> but he wasn't even the best dancer in that group. No, so no, he had good theme song. But you know what? That was someone else's yeah. theme song, too. So he was a good Fox News reporter. No, he wasn't even good no, at that because there is that. no such thing as a good Fox yeah. News reporter. So really, he sucks. <laughs> uh, most underrated. Third was Ricochet. Second was Chad Gable. And first was uh, Takeshita. Good for him. Uh, Bron Breaker winning Rookie of the Year ahead of Hook and Logan Paul. Uh, Heyman, best non-wrestler of the year ahead of Regal and Don Callis. Kevin Kelly winning Television Announcer of the Year. Corey Graves winning Worst Television Announcer of the Year. And then Best Major Wrestling Show, um, Forbidden Door winning over AW Revolution. And in third place, WrestleMania Night One. Uh, worst Wrestling Show, The Raw Rumble. Which, Whoa, which we both picked, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, let's, let's, Not this year's, but last let's year's. Let's go yeah. down here. Uh, most disgusting promotional tactic, Vince McMahon appearing on TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Which uh, time? The one he showed up or the, the uh, what he made? After uh, the sexual misconduct. No, but what about what he made? Uh, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil come out, that too. I thought weird. that was disgusting. Worst television show, and this is one I disagree with. Uh, third place was Power. Second place, NXT. First place, Raw. I'd say there are a lot worse wrestling TV shows than NXT. Sorry, they're saying NXT is worse than power? Worse than power, worse than control your narrative. Let me ask you another question. What the fuck is power? (laughs) (laughs) Is that NWA? Yeah. 
Come on, man. I'd rather listen to some old Smashing Pumpkins records than yeah. watch Power. And I mean that in the best way possible. Uh, WWE winning worst promotion of the year. It depends what you're judging it on. I'd say um, if you're talking about all the stuff backstage and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Sure. But again, is the TV worse than <laughs> yeah. NWA or Control Your Narrative? No. <laughs> Was that even on TV? <laughs> yeah. Like promotion <laughs> right. wise. Yeah, yeah, that is the worst. Uh, where else? Sami Zayn, best gimmick. Maximum male models, worst gimmick. Uh, and yeah. Tony Khan, promoter of the year. <laughs> and best booker. <laughs> such a i think the bar's low (laughs) (laughs) right now yeah uh yeah some of those match what we were discussing a few months back with a lot of people's different best and worst Mm. of picks and stuff like that but maybe they got some things right yeah for sure some things wrong possibly but yeah uh fun fun stuff uh that's it, right? That's it. I'm trying to think of any other bits and bobs that we're talking about. Uh, we made some predictions a few weeks back about WWE bringing back some movie trailers for WrestleMania Goes mm. Hollywood. And we joked that they need a Bloodline Goodfellas one. And wouldn't you know it, they've been showing the clips of that they did do a Roman Goodfellas. Isn't Roman in the Pesci role? Though? Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, I think they dropped the ball with having them do it a little too late mm. and not doing it with Sammy. Yeah. Because it should have been that involvement there. Because uh, it hasn't been released yet, but they've shown little clips of the yeah. ones being released. They got The Miz and Maurice doing Top Gun. Yeah. Maverick. They got, well, they showed the Joker, Seth Rollins, Becky, Batman yeah. one. It was pretty funny. Um, what else did they tease? What else? Oh, Rhea Ripley is uh, Stranger Things 11. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's cool. I just think that you could have had Sammy Zayn. Doing the Godfather. It, it should have been Sammy is the one saying Roman's funny. Actually, no, the Joe Pesci thing does make sense because Roman does that yeah. thing where he's like yeah, super he... serious, then is like, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, I, yeah. I apologize for what I said. And you're yeah. like, treading you... on eggshells. But they're just him. missing the the ever since I was a, ever since I can remember, I've always wanted to be Usi. <laughs> 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 That's such an easy line yeah. to do right there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm excited that they did those ones and, uh, the old ones that they play. My favorite is still the Austin Gladiator one that is, oh, yeah. is so good. The Unleash Hell, but, uh, I can't wait to see the, the rest of the full ones that, that come out. I'm excited for WrestleMania this year. It feels like WrestleMania season. It feels like a good time to be a wrestling fan right now. Absolutely. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff for us to all complain about. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it's fun. And it's especially a good time to be a wrestling fan if you are in the Toronto and GTA area because WrestleMania Watch Party, night one, night two, April 1st, April 2nd. Come along from 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be showing WrestleMania with sound on. We'll have games. We'll have drinks. We'll have us. Uh, yeah, and you're going to make some to, drinks? Absolutely. Head to poisonrana.ca to pick up your tickets for this monumental event. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll definitely be having a party both nights of WrestleMania in Toronto. Uh, we also are going to be everywhere. We talk about how we love going to Demand Lucha mm. as well. And Tony Khan announcing Commander on Dynamite. Well, Commander versus Gringo Loco is the next Demand Commander Lucha. Aziz? 
<laughs> that would be crazy. Uh, later in April, I think the 27th, Gringo versus Commander. And like legit, as an indie dream matchup goes, that is on the top of our list. So oh, I'm yeah. actually excited. We will be there as well. So demand Lucha. Get your tickets before they kind of sell out because I know the front first few rows always sell out at those shows. GCW is coming to Toronto as well in the next oh, little yeah. while. I think we were talking to Gringo that we might uh, do another interview with him while he's here to help him uh, promote for his mania. Huge world. What? Bodom Lucha. Yeah. The Gringo Show, uh, WrestleMania weekend, which I can't wait to watch as well. So, yeah, uh, all the fun stuff. We will be at the Awesome Toy Show as well on March 26th, but more on that to come in the near future. But you want to hear more of us because I know you're not sick of us yet. Patreon.com slash Poison Five bucks. Uh, it's almost the end of the month, which means March is starting, which means we're going to have a whole new schedule uh, coming out with some great shows. I know we're going to be looking at two different WrestleManias. Yeah, looking at WrestleMania 11. That world champion, sorry, family yeah. uh, and executive producer John Ceno picked because apparently uh, neither us or Post have ever covered WrestleMania 11. Okay. So he thought we'd do that one. Uh, Jake from the Windy City has picked WrestleMania 19. Nice. It being the 20-year anniversary of that show. One of the best WrestleManias. One of the best WrestleManias. Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, we've got another Was Next where we're talking about the December 18th, 20, sorry, 2013 edition of NXT. And then on the other side, in the kind of movie realm, uh, world champion Chris Elliott has picked uh, two episodes of Black Mirror for us to talk nice. about. Uh, which a whole lot of conversation there, like social commentary, obviously, as well as just really entertaining, dark show. And uh, Greg Clark, a friend from Scotland, has picked Tango and Cash. Whoa. So okay. all over the place this month Ooh. on the road to WrestleMania. So uh, patreon.com slash poisonrana for only five bucks a month. You get that plus all our best uh, back catalog, including like our best match ever, Great Muda, our best match ever, Stephanie McMahon, our Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring review that we just put out. Hey, I think that's one of our best shows in the past while. Like Lord of the Rings is something that has been asked of our listeners for a while since we review movies and stuff too. So we finally, Manuel, who's been a longtime supporter and listener, fan member, all the way from Sweden, decided he picked this movie, Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. Me and Davey review the full movie. We got through through it pretty quick, chatting everything between Wizard Weed and Hobbitses and second lunches and all fun stuff. And then uh, if if the 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 friendship of Frodo saving Sam at the end of Fellowship didn't make us cry or shed a tear, Emmanuel almost makes us break. Emmanuel hit me right in the field. Yeah, you want to hear us almost cry live on a podcast? Listen to our Lord of the Rings yeah. review because Emmanuel, uh, we love you, brother. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners and patrons. But yeah, Lord of the Rings review was a lot of fun. Not something usually into, but I, I thought, I thought we killed it. So go check that out. I really out. enjoyed that show too. Yeah. So go check that out. It's only five bucks to become a patron there. You get access to like 500 podcasts. You can connect the RSS to your phone. It's it's so easy and it's five bucks. It goes a long way and supports us and helps us create content that we love to create. But thank you, people, you fine, fine folk for listening to us talk about some wrestling and randomness today. We won't be back next Sunday, but we will be live on Monday around six or so to chat about some revolution. We will, You will be back on Tuesday live for uh, Up Next with Sino. So that is something that will be happening on Tuesday night. But yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Can't wait to uh, 
to see some people in person at our Mania Watch Party, hopefully. It's going to be great. Yeah. Can't wait. Hey, that's it. That's all. PoisonRana.ca for everything. We love you. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. Twitter, Instagram, at TheBrayD. And you can find me at Davey Portman. I forgot to plug the detox, but go listen to the detox if you want to hear how me and Jordan save the world. Save the world. Yeah. yeah. Save the world. That's for free. You can That's save free. the world for free, guys, by listening to this show. And we on te- this very we, we also teach you how to stop robbers and burglars. Wow. This sounds like a useful show to listen to. I'm, I'm, Why I'm all over guys? the place. Come on. Yeah. Thank you, guys. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy!